for the 40 days the bible tells us jesus spoke to the disciples about the kingdom of god hallelujah so jesus discussed about the fact that he is risen then secondly discussed with them about the kingdom of god and the kingdom of god here refers to god's sovereign rule over all the universe the kingdom of God was present in the person of Jesus and the ministry of him as we read in the book of Luke chapter 17. In the present age, the kingdom of God is spiritually manifested when Christ reigns in the hearts of his people which form the church of Jesus. But of course, there is also the future sense in which his kingdom will come in fullness and power when the king returns to judge the world and to reign on the throne of David. Jesus taught his disciples in Luke, I mean in Mark chapter 1 verse 15. He came saying, time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at heart. Therefore repent and believe the gospel. Friends, what we are saying is for that period, Jesus wanted to convince his disciples that the kingdom of God has come. Hallelujah. This is all about the kingdom. We live to preach the kingdom. We live as members of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the only king, the final king. Paul, the apostle, understanding this truth, devoted his life to preach about the kingdom of God. We read in Acts chapter 17, verse 30 to 31. Reasoning with some people who did not believe in, this, in that city. He says, in the past, God overlooked church ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, for he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. Praise the name of the Lord. Paul reasoned with the Jews and sought to persuade them about the kingdom of God. Paul entered the synagogue in that city and spoke boldly for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. Paul was committed to preach the kingdom of God. He summed up his ministry when we read Acts of Apostles, chapter 20 and even 28, going about preaching the kingdom of God. You know what, friends? This is the business of the church, is to preach the kingdom of God. And this kingdom is about the souls of men coming to know Jesus as their Lord and their Savior in their lives. Someone preaching yesterday says, many, many of us want Jesus just to be our Savior, but not in control of our lives as Lord. The kingdom of God is made up of men and women who have surrendered their lives to Jesus. These ones live according to our constitution. Because every kingdom has a constitution, isn't it? Either written or not written, but it is clear what is expected of the members of every kingdom. Hallelujah. And for us, we live by the word of God. This, those who obey the word of God, those who live according to the constitution, which is the word of God, we form the body of Jesus, the body of Christ. The members of the kingdom of God, and friends, in this kingdom, Jesus takes full authority. May I say this? Our view of the kingdom of God is being watered around 
by the kingdoms that we see around us. Jesus is a king. He is not a president. No. No, the 2010 constitution, where we removed a lot of powers from the president. Didn't we do that? We did. Every appointment, almost all the appointments, you had to take it to someone to, to do what to, say, to ratify. Then he just put his signature. That is not the view of our king. That is not the view of our king. We lived some years ago. I mean, we lived, we are a little bit older. We lived when we had the senior chiefs and those people were powerful. Not out of bad faith. But some of our first presidents had knew what authority is all about. Of course, some may have misused it. But what we are talking about, my friend, is that the king's word is final. It is final. And that finality in the kingdom, with the king, has been watered down. When I was growing up, even fathers in the families who are almost kings, what they said was final. Ladies say amen. What the father said was done. No wonder there was order. Even as we look at the church government, friends, one of the things that worries me is the way we question our bishops. We are not saying that they should not be questioned because you know they are not fallible. But we must be careful. We must be careful. I am also talking to the wives. When God has given you that husband, you fear the Lord. They may not be correct all the time because I know I am not correct all the time. But God is still with me. And he is something he wants to accomplish through the family. He's even as the senior pastor here. Thank God I am the senior pastor. I didn't choose myself. I didn't even plan to be here now. So whatever I am doing, I am free. Hallelujah. So I can tell you the truth. There are some things I will tell you and they will not make a lot of sense. But I can tell you, friends, God's word is final. You will be blessed when you listen. We may do it with some mistakes, but God corrects even the mistakes. There is something that has been lost as far as the kingdom is concerned. And therefore, believers, brothers and sisters, I want to let us know. It is because of understanding these truths about the kingdom of God that we have what we have today as the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My prayer is that God will help you to capture these truths. What we are saying, friends, is the resurrection of Christ and the message about his kingdom are the foundation of our service to God. We must proclaim to people that Jesus died for their sins and they must repent and become members of his kingdom. Wherever God sends us, because he is in control of our lives, wherever he sends us, in that office, in that estate where you live, in that family, you must declare and courageously so that the kingdom of God has come. Hallelujah.